2: now
4: Good evening, everyone. And welcome back to another episode of Friday Night Live Stream. I just realized as I was going live that I forgot to hit save on the post on Pilled. So the Foxhole stream should be live right now, but it wasn't there until just a moment ago. So if you're over there on Rumble or Getter or Odyssey, any of these other spots, and you were hoping to watch in the Foxhole, you can do that right now. We are live. You guys, tonight I am pleased to welcome back a good friend of me personally and a friend of the program, Mr. Robert Beatles. His Operation Sunlight has been working to expose election fraud and corruption in Nevada for quite some time now. He's in the process of basically taking over the Republican Party in the state, and he's got the establishment running scared. So we're going to be talking about his continued efforts tonight and probably a whole lot more. Thank you very much for joining us at this brand new time, 8 p.m. Friday nights. It's going to be like that from here on out because I'm tired of going to bed at 4 in the morning on Fridays. <laughs> All right, guys, do me a favor, sit back, relax, and grab your popcorn, and Robert and I will be right back after this. Well, the results are in, and Noble Gold Investments is pleased to let you know that gold is now the best-performing investment class for 2022. That's through all of our record-breaking inflation rates, crashing markets, crypto scams, There is one asset that held its own, and that's gold. And according to longtermtrends.net, gold has actually outperformed the S&P 500, outperformed the Dow and Bitcoin for 2022. Now, had you invested in the S&P 500 a year ago, you would be down more than 20%. If you invested in Bitcoin a year ago, you'd be down more than 65%. If you invested in the Dow a year ago, you'd be down almost 10%. Yet gold has outperformed them all in 2022, and silver isn't far behind. Yet while the world was busy hailing other assets as the real hedge, gold and silver are the only assets that would have protected your wealth. So join the thousands of others by opening a gold IRA or silver IRA with Noble Gold Investments. And if you get in before the end of this month, you'll get a free one-quarter ounce American Gold Eagle coin with every qualified IRA of $50,000 or more. You just can't go wrong with Noble Gold Investments and their thousands of five-star reviews. Click the link in the description below. It's redpill78gold.com. Com, and when you support my sponsors you support this channel all right welcome back to the program everyone and please join me in welcoming our guest for this evening once again Mr. Robert Beatles Robert how are you sir
5: hey I'm doing great it's great to be here with the fam love them all miss them great seeing you again it's uh yeah well, been busy been busy how about you I mean you're looking great I love the shirt for is treating you, you well.
4: Yes, Florida is uh, it was an excellent decision. Uh, having a good time down here. It's beautiful weather all the time. It was pretty cold here over the Christmas holiday, but uh, not no, no big deal. I mean, it's it, it's like 52 degrees or something right now. It's just like nothing to complain about when I'm used to uh, Michigan and Ohio win- winters. So uh, it's pretty good stuff. Obviously, working hard to save the country. It's a, a never ending, thankless job, but it's something that we have to do because it's the only place we have to go. I mean, it's not like there's some other place on planet Earth that we can escape to, really. You know, I mean, uh, uh, maybe a couple of island getaways where you have little to no governance, but even then, you know, you got to worry about rebels and stuff, probably.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah america is it yeah if it falls so does the rest and so it's incum- it's incumbent upon all of us to you know do our parts and you know like we were talking a little bit earlier it's uh it's it's sad to see so many people complain from the couch but not get involved because yeah. there's so many things that we can do and like uh, bobby python always said if just you know 10 percent of us stood up that's 60,000 of us to every one of them. Those are some pretty incredible numbers. And this stuff all ends as soon as we say enough. So it's, uh, it's only allowed because we allow it. If we actually use our, our peaceful power, all this stuff could end. Just for whatever reason, there's uh, too many people that are still sitting on the sidelines hoping for somebody else to throw some Hail Mary and save everybody.
4: Yeah, yeah, it's true. General Flynn actually just gave an interview where he kind of told people, basically, nobody's going to ride in on a on a white steed and save you. It's basically up to every single one of us. And I mean, that's a a familiar refrain from, you know, you and I, we've been saying that for a long time. I mean, uh, no matter what you think about, uh, you know, what good people are out there, uh, what efforts might be happening. I I mean, at the end of the day, this is a collective effort. It's going to require every single one of us getting out there, boots on the ground, and being an active participant in the system, because there's just too many of us. You know, I mean, it's not like when we declared independence from Great Britain. You know, the enemy was across the sea. You know, you had a couple of red coats and some muskets, but then you had a scrappy group of uh, new American citizens that were were willing to stand up and to die for what they believed in. And it's a much different world now. So the only way that I think we can truly be successful is with that overwhelming number of people who are, are, are choosing to get active and, and be out there doing something. Like you said, there are an innumerable number of ways that that you can be involved in your local community uh, and have a direct impact. And you're seeing that In Nevada. Uh, I've had another a a couple of other guests uh, who have done uh, similar but, you know, things from a different perspective. Uh, I had a a friend Larry Ortega on from Nebraska. He and his group worked to uh, to take over the the Nebraska Republican Party uh, during the uh, the the, it kind of like at the at the chair level, you know, like they went in, uh, they replaced everybody with precinct committee men and uh, and people that they wanted to see uh, America first people. Uh, and and they've been extremely successful. What have you guys been doing in Nevada? Because obviously we just had an election recently, and I think that a lot of people were disappointed.
5: Yeah, yeah, well, to your point, it's it's up to God and us. Um, yeah, it'd be a long list of things that we've done, but I'll, I'll give you kind of the the aerial uh, back in I think it was twenty one. Myself and a, and a bunch of uh, constitutional patriots, uh, we basically flipped the, the Washoe County Central Committee and removed a lot of the, the establishment types, and replaced it with more of the America First constitutional types. So that was a huge, huge, uh, you know, victory for for Washoe County. And something very similar happened in Clark County. Clark County and Washoe County are the the two largest counties in Nevada. Uh, from from there. You know, the central committees, they were able to create other subcommittees through them and activate a lot of the people that uh, were really tired that nothing was being done. And so it enabled them to finally have the ability to get more involved in the community with a purpose, with, you know, more people to help them. And so these subcommittees whether it was with the school boards or whether it was with elections or policy, all these different types of things, you know, formed and it became, and it is really incredible for the County. And people had never seen anything like that before. And I have no desire to take over the Republican party. I have a desire to get back to the constitution and make sure that our elections are legitimate, because if we're able to do that, then I might be able to go on vacation. It'd be nice if the people that we actually are voting for are actually actually seated and actually are elected because we've we've proven that our elections are trash and so all the media does in Nevada and around, whether it 's Reuters or Bloomberg, they just try to paint me as some kind of conspiracy theorist and as you can see over the past several years it 's like conspiracy theorists ten non conspiracy theorists zero right we 're yeah. always right you know and they don 't want to admit that because the same people that fund the media are the same people that are working to steal our elections and so since twenty one just for if any other fam out there uh, doesn 't know me uh, some just a little aerial thing that we 've done. Back in 21, we saw uh, on January 6th, we saw the the fraud take place. We saw the certification of a stolen election take place. And we kept waiting for somebody to do something about it. And I've built some of the, the largest companies in the country. I've solved problems for some of the largest companies in the country, including our own companies. And the wife... Um, I told her, I said, Hey, you know, this is a big problem and I'm going to write a little pamphlet or something and uh, tell people how to fix this. And she said, no, you have to show them, not tell them. So she's the one that talked me into it back in January of 21. And I put together this team of, of incredible people, not to mention these people that I just love and adore uh, locally in Nevada, but also, you know, family like uh, Bobby Python, Roger Fuller, uh, we've got uh, Edward Solomon, Jovan Hutton Pulitzer, David Jose, we've got Seth Keschel, and just, um, you know, I think I said Roger Fuller, a a bunch of incredible Patriots, all like-minded, all doing the same types of things, or back then it was Um, you know, not, not as evolved as it is today, but we started with Bobby Python and we went through the voter rolls because I figured let's start at the foundation. Let's figure out exactly what's going on. And we quickly found that about 30 to 50% of the voter rolls were trash. And so right there, you know, that anytime that you watch the news or anytime you hear the RNC or the GOP or the media, whatever, when they're giving us statistics and numbers saying, well, the Republicans just didn't turn out or only 55% of Republicans voted. It's all BS because when you look at the voter rolls, if the voter rolls are 30, 50% trash, well, right there... You have to throw everything out because yeah. if thirty to fifty percent of the people aren't real, well then those those so called voters that didn't vote, guess what? They're not real. And the people who didn't turn out, guess what? They're not real. And so they use that bloat in the voter rooms to steal these elections. So we started there, and then Edward Solomon, he's probably the most brilliant mathematician on the planet. I don't care what the media says. I mean, just type in my name or type in his name. If you talk about elections, oh, yeah. they're gonna smuggle the crap out of you and make you look like a like a like a crazy conspiracy theorist, but you could talk about the craziest things on the planet and you know they'll leave you alone. But you talk about how they steal their power and their money and keep their control, they paint you as as a villain, as some crazy, you know, uh, tinfoil hat wearing crazy person. So anyways. Edward, he was able to to look at the the cast vote data that I was able to get him through the counties. And this is back when it started when we started looking at the cast vote records. Now everybody knows the name, but back then nobody did. We were digging through all of that and we were able to find basically a byproduct of the, the rig, of how they were flipping votes. And so we found this and we tried to take it to law enforcement. Nothing happened. We tried um, writing, um, you know, resolutions and different things like that for the county to try to clean up our our election system. Nothing happened. We um, ended up putting together one of the largest sting operations in, I think, any state's history. We had hundreds of people in Clark County and Washoe County essentially monitoring and watching all the Let's just call it irregularities unfold and all the violations of election laws, whether they're counting our votes in secret, which we got on video. Right. Total, totally against the law. No chain of custody. We we caught them. Dead to rights on all this, all this type of stuff sued them three times. Um, We put together lawsuits in Clark County, Washoe County, and were able to get meaningful observation in the election process. So we were actually able to, to put that, you know, pseudo sting operation in place so they could actually see what was going on. Uh, The media says that of course, oh, you know, they didn't win. Of course we won. We we had um, we had a, a goal to go in there and to make sure they couldn't kick us out for two weeks like they did in 2020, mm-hmm. and that we'd be there through the whole process, and, and we were granted that. Um, you know, I spent, uh, you know, like millions of dollars promoting different candidates and and, and helping with different lawsuits. We've We've, um, when the register of voters says who votes, they have to publish it there on their website. It's basically a list of all these different people that they say vote. So we put together an incredible team of, of local volunteers that we literally just called them, all the people that they said voted. And we found that like 30 to 50%, depending on the districts, they didn't vote. Wow. And because they also list phone numbers and addresses.
4: Well, let me ask you this, but just to clarify that. <clears throat> Were you able to reach the people and they were real and they said they never cast a ballot or were these fake people that had been inflated on the voter rolls, say, perhaps people who had lived there previously moved away uh, or maybe dead people?
5: So we, we found all we found all that stuff. Right. So we were able to because on the register of voters reports, it also has phone numbers for a good majority of the voters. And so out of 50 people, maybe 10 of them would answer the phone. But out of those 10, you know, three to five of them would say that they didn't vote. And so we put together, um, David, Jose, and myself and, and some others, we put together these, these affidavits and these petitions, and we put them along along in parallel to the Brunson case. Mm-hmm. And I think between Jovan, Dave, our efforts in Nevada, I want to say there was like another 70, 75,000 affidavits that were all sent showing all these issues um, in these different states, including Nevada. And that was in parallel uh, to Brunson. It's not part of Brunson. It's in support of it, saying, hey, look, here's all this stuff that we found, SCOTUS. Do something about it. So we're, we're curious to see what's going to happen there as well. But this has been a very, very long process. And we we were able to find that not only did they rig the 2020 election, but they also rigged the 2022 primary, because mm-hmm. what they do typically is they get, they? I always say that they, they prune the patriots and the primaries mm-hmm. and give us like Coke mm-hmm. and Pepsi in the general. And so they were rigging the primaries, and we can prove that. Then they rigged the general, and we can prove that. I mean, just in Clark County alone, we can show that there was 174,000 votes stolen from like Jim Marchand, the guy that should be the Secretary of State. It was stolen <laughs> and, from Segal <clears throat> Shatler, who and should and, be our Attorney General.
4: And when you say stolen, h- how do you mean? Do you mean votes that were flipped?
5: Yeah okay yes votes that are being flipped and so uh, we were also able to show that like adam laxalt he had about 174,000 votes stolen from him all these 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 major state races were they're all tied to each other in the type of algorithm that's flipping these votes And so it's a combination of like, it's like paper cuts by, you know, they always say like a million different ways, right? Mm -hmm. A million different ways to to slice and dice you. But the the big ways that they get us in Nevada is everybody gets a mail-in ballot. Mm -hmm. So they they send it to so-called every registered voter. Then they also have the machines that flip the votes. There's no no driver's uh, license or voter ID required whatsoever to vote. So it's like, those are just three of the big things they make it like a perfect storm for election fraud. And so the people that you would go to for help, the people that you would go to for justice, these are the same people that were benefiting from the system that shouldn't be there. Like the exactly. attorney general of Nevada, he didn't win. This guy, Aaron Ford, he didn't win. Seagal Shata did. You know, you go to the senator, not Mastro, she didn't win. Adam Laxall did. You go to the secretary of state to do the auditing. Cisco didn't win. Marchant won. And we can show all this stuff. So they just try to paint me as some crazy guy. But the thing is, is why would I, you know, risk you know all the things that I've done to come out and say things that aren't true, and then throw fifty thousand dollar bounties, thirty thousand dollar bounties to prove us wrong? Mm-hmm. And every PhD that's tried, they've all conceded that we're right, or they just simply go away. So, in the people that say that we're right, a lot of them won't come forward because you know mm-hmm. they work at LV or they work at UNR, these Marxist crazy colleges. And they know if they come out and say that, they'll lose their jobs. But three, three did come out and we uh, got them to go to court and uh, they all agreed that what Solomon found was real, even though these guys aren't even smart enough to really understand what uh, what Solomon's (laughs) capable of, which is crazy.
4: The thing is, though, like Solomon's work is so, like astronomically beyond the comprehension of most people. I've been getting his uh, his, his reports sent over by Captain Brad. Brad, I don't know if you are here tonight, but Brad works with uh, uh, with Ed, and so every time he puts something new out, he's like sending me this raw data, and I'm just like, okay, I I, I know Ed's right. I already know it, so like you know, that's about all I can say when I look at it.
5: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've I've hired. I've hired teams of PhDs to try to prove him wrong, mm-hmm. because before before I put my name to something, before I'm going to you know basically risk my reputation and be completely wrong about something, I want to make sure I can be as right as possible. And for years, for at least two years now, uh, we've constantly been vetting everything that he does. And he's smart, he is the smartest guy in the room amongst yeah. nothing but PhDs. Yeah, I can tell you next week what he does. I can't tell you tonight, but but what I try to do with what it with what he does is put things into kind of a more simplistic form Mm -hmm. and so i try to give like little analogies of sorts to people to where they start to understand it things like how can you possibly know the like so for instance he's able to determine how many votes the mail-in votes will be for a certain candidate like Mm -hmm. it's like it's like magic only knowing a couple variables it would be like Somebody in, in the in beginning of maybe sixth grade, just like algebra, geometry. If I said, here's a box, I'm going to tell you the height, and I'm going to tell you the width. Sure. But I'm not going to tell you the length. So I'm not going to tell you the length, but you tell me the volume. Mm-hmm. And, and people understand why I can't tell you the volume unless I know the length. Right. Well, Edward, Edward can tell you what the Democrat mail-in vote is in every single freaking precinct across the two largest uh, counties on opposite sides of the state mm-hmm. in every single precinct. He can tell you that. And they're all correlated. They're all linked exactly the same. So this is like what kind of margin of error, though? I mean, is he dead on or is it like
4: within like a certain percentage point?
5: So there is there is a little margin of error. Like right now, he's got it, you know, damn near like 100 percent. But I would say just anything
4: over over, anything over like 80 or 90. I mean, you know, I mean, I
5: I would say on his worst day, about 97 percent. So,
4: yeah, that's a good thing. And
5: and you have to remember, though, too, because this isn't the formula that rigged the election. This is not the algorithm that rigged the election. This is a byproduct of it. It's Mm -hmm. something that was unintended that he found. It's like being a forensic fire guy that comes in after the house burned down and he's able to tell you exactly how he did it and then he's able to tell you exactly how every single house in this entire neighborhood burned down because the same person did it in the exact same way and here's how they did it like he's able to do it that way he can literally show that every single precinct voted identically and so we have the cabal we have the you know the bad actors on the other side that try to discount ed and so the first thing they do is they say oh he's he's a felon or something like that and i'm like well you know, he, he paid his, he paid his price and I don't care what a person did is what he's saying. True. Mm -hmm. Forget about the, the messenger. What is the message? Is the message correct? Oh, he puts together swing sets. It's like, well, he loves, he loves helping the community and helping kids. And, and how, how is that a bad thing to like, put together swing sets they're, sure. they're literally, they're literally discounting most Americans out there that work with their hands these, these things that they say they're always against the message not the message and then whenever they do try to attack any any of his, his formulas or anything that he's, he's proven, they're the most ridiculous asinine responses I've heard from some of these people in the media and their, their PhD uh, henchmen is well of course of course he's right because everybody votes the same. So stop right there. That is one of their, their biggest comebacks is everybody votes the same. So that means out of about 1,300 precincts, everybody votes identically. Yeah. So I guess now, Zach, we are all robots. Step first. Yeah. We're or, or either all robots and we all got together and we all decided exactly how everybody was going to vote. And we all went out at the same time and voted in these manners and these methods exactly the same in every single precinct in the two largest counties on opposite sides of the state. Or... There's a freaking algorithm. There's yep. a neural network flipping our freaking votes, yep. and so fifty thousand bucks prove us wrong. And so we've got this formula, because like I said, we try to put things because Ed is so brilliant, he doesn't understand how smart he is, and people have a hard time, as you've seen, looking at his reports and understanding them. So we came up with a very simple layman's formula that pretty much anybody can do, like basically anybody that understands arithmetic maybe a tiny bit of subtraction, and maybe one one multiplier, can see that if you look at any of the precincts in the two largest counties, you're going to be able to tell the mail-in ballot totals for the Democrats. That is impossible. You should never be able to, and and mind you, he can do this with just three precincts. So if you give him three precincts, he can tell you the other 1,283 precincts the exact percentages of votes for say the Democrat mail- in vote you can get it down to the integer within about a three percent margin wow this this doesn't happen in free and fair elections but who do you go to for you know for for justice right so we're going to be doing some things very unconventionally here we've tried going in front of uh, judges we've been screwed by our attorneys for instance we had uh, all the proof in the world that that uh, Joey Gilbert had won mm-hmm. the, the primary. But the attorney that came to Joey uh to to do the the actual case, he only put about 2% of all the findings in the in the actual lawsuit. And then he filed it without anybody being able to actually read it. So we were already screwed from the beginning because it didn't allow us in, in Nevada you have to do what's called a contest. And it didn't allow us to add more stuff to it, even though we had it. We would have to appeal it. And it was it was just a nightmare because the attorney had screwed us so bad. But it still showed, it still showed though that the election was rigged. And the judge said, even if you're right, and let's assume that you are, it's not enough. So right then and there we already knew that the courts didn't care about whether our elections were rigged or not, even though our freaking attorney, you know, screwed us over pretty good.
4: So that attorney, do you think that he Came in there with malicious intention or was he just a bad attorney? And I mean, I suppose either answer should allow you to perhaps I mean, don't you have the ability to sue people for like ineffective counsel or or, or I guess isn't there like some type of recompense that that a, a, a client can get if the attorney is bad on purpose?
5: Yeah, he is being sued. That is 100 percent for sure. He is being sued, but again, that doesn't help the people. No, that just helps no. get some money back. That's never going to get you know, like Gilbert's reputation back. That's never going to do. You know, get him to become the governor. Now, this is all after the fact, which it's it's horrible. It sucks. Uh, whatever whatever his reason was, whether it was incompetence, which. I failed to believe that it was because prior to submitting the contest, prior to the lawsuit, everyone was in agreement on what was going to be in the contest, what was going to be in the lawsuit. And then he filed it on his own and he stripped about 98% of it out. So Occam's razor tells us one thing. I'm just going to go with the, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and say, he's just an ass and an idiot. But um, you know, I, I tell you it's regardless, it's the people that lost and it's a uh, it's a sad day for sure. But we just kept pushing forward. Joey's continued to do incredible things. Uh, we've continued to just show how these elections are rigged. And what we're going to be doing here shortly is going to be something similar to to like what the Brunsons um, are doing. And I don't know whether uh, the Brunsons will be successful or not, but we'll we'll get a very good indicator of where SCOTUS is at. Based yeah, on know. whatever their decision is, whether they decide to move forward with it or whether they just decide to kick it back down to the 10th, which our legal team seems that's what they would do, because there's no indications that SCOTUS is actually going to start, you know, really growing a spine and, and stand up at that magnitude, even if they do have the power, um, our attorneys and stuff, which are very different now than like most, most attorneys, they, 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 agree, they agree that the Supreme Court does have the power to do it. They just they're, they're very weary to the fact that they will. And they think that they'll most likely just kick it back down to the 10th because a lot of it was um like, it was policies and procedures not followed properly. Mm-hmm. And so if SCOTUS says that's the case, then they would kick it back down to the 10th to where policies and procedures would be followed properly. If that's the case, I don't know. I'm hoping, I'm hoping for that hail Mary. I'm hoping that, you know, this SCOTUS does what it has the power. It could do that would just save us all so much work, but regardless, We're in it for the long haul. We're just going to keep going, and uh, we're just going to keep exposing, and we're going to keep promoting incredible candidates, and we're just going to keep trying to take this back, uh, because we found that we can still get candidates in, in a local level, Mm -hmm. if they have overwhelming support. Yeah. So overwhelming support means you got to have about 70% of the vote, because to get them in, you're going to require about that or more, because any more than that, it's going to screw up the state races for them. So you can kind of affect the stuff in your backyard. And, and like I've always said, if you clean up your backyard, you can clean up your city, your county, your state, and eventually the Fed. Just yeah. like and we, we built the platform for uh, for Dan Schultz, you know, the great Dan Schultz with uh, Precinct Strategy. We built that out so all of us can communicate across the United States. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of the same idea, but uh, not just precinct committeemen. We're talking school boards. We're talking county commissioners. We're talking about you know mayors and things like that. Uh, it, it's very, very difficult. But when you have, uh, say, for instance, the county, the state on fire, and you're able to get that much support for a candidate at a local level, it makes it very, very difficult for them to cheat um, without messing up their state races. And hopefully here uh, soon, we'll be able to actually start getting some real investigations into uh, what 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 happened behind closed doors. I'm hoping for that. I think we're going to have some success here pretty soon in the next in the next couple of months, it doesn't undo what's been done, but it'll definitely—I mean, it, it could, I guess. But again, we need—we need, you know, SCOTUS or, or law enforcement to do their to do their jobs. We understand that the Constitution was created from, by we the people. Mm-hmm. We understand that all the the power resides with we the people. We understand that uh, we have the ability at any time to change, alter, abolish our government through the constitution peacefully. And so we're trying to wake people up to these facts and try to assemble in such a way to where we can do this as well. So there's kind of the, the longer game. And in the short time, it's just waking, waking, just waking more people up and, and just showing them that, Hey, I understand the media is saying all this stuff here is uh, it's all BS, but here's the proof. And when you have all these these affidavits and you have, you know, all the like these simple formulas that turn you into Houdini that can predict things that would be impossible to predict, more and more people are waking up. And then when you just have regular people call 30, you know, call, you know, call the people that supposedly voted and they find that 30 to 50 percent of the people that the registered voters said voted actually didn't. More and more people are waking up. But until we get people, more people um, off the couch complaining to their wives and actually get into it and actually show up, stand up, speak out peacefully, um, you know, we're we're still at a disadvantage. But I tell you, just like Bobby always said, if, if just 10 percent of us stood up, we outnumber them 60,000 to one. So right. I'm very, very hopeful. Um, you know, it's just it's hard work. And this stuff is defeating for a lot of people. They they're they're tired of taking the L's. They're tired of you know taking these losses. They they feel kind of beat down. But again, it's one of those things that if if we don't, we lose it all. Like we have to continue forward. Um, you know, I understand the media is against us, obviously, because they're controlled by the same people. Mm-hmm. but it's up to us to keep pushing forward, even in you know even even up against you know who we're up against. Um, I believe that this is all good versus evil. I believe that through God and us we can do this. I believe this world is a stage and that uh, this is like the devil's playground and what we do here decides where we go later. Yeah. So it's easy for us to just give up and quit and go uh, travel the world and go sit on a beach, but eventually it's going to find us there too. So if not now, when, and if not us, who, right? So yeah,
4: absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I was able to find an update on the Brunson case. I haven't been able to find anything from today, but as of yesterday, Someone uh, filed an amicus brief in the case, um, and an amicus can be filed by basically anybody, uh, but it basically provides the court with additional information uh, or arguments that would help them to make the uh, decision on the case. Um, So taking a look at the amicus brief, uh, who has filed it? Mm. Proposed amicus states, in addition to the above, proposed amicus through his attorney, sent a letter to defendant Michael R. Pence notifying him of irregularities. OK, so this is just adding to the argument that was already there. Um, I was wondering if it was perhaps an amicus that might have been filed by somebody representing one of the defendants. Um, it is getting national Press coverage. Now, Um, Mike Huckabee actually spoke out about this case. I thought that was a a pretty big deal. Uh, Obviously, these guys are from Utah. So they're they're talking about it quite a bit there in Utah. Um, But here is a video looks like from the actual case just earlier today. Um, Has anybody out there in the audience been able to find anything uh, that's uh, an update on this? Um, I will say this. President Trump did tweet something out very um, recently in the last hour uh saying big night for America um have you been following the uh uh the uh, the speaker vote in the house at all uh they've gone through twelve ballots and Kevin McCarthy has lost every single time uh and 13, uh, right? is it thirteen now okay yeah <laughs> it was I, like thirteen I, I kind of yeah. checked out for the last twenty four hours so it's like you know we'll we'll just get updates but in the last one, I know that uh about fifteen Republicans had agreed to come over and uh and vote for Kevin, but it's still not enough. I think that uh there's just like one or two votes that it needs to secure so this uh this may mean that Kevin McCarthy was able to uh create a coalition of sorts now I know that's gonna upset a lot of people um but uh you know. From me, as an outsider, looking in, I think all of these congressmen uh, they're they're looking to create a couple of fundamental changes and uh, in order for Kevin to be the pick, uh, there were a couple of rules changes that they were looking to make. so if they have decided to vote for Kevin, I think it means that Kevin has agreed to make those changes, and it will be easier if those rule changes are made for them to replace the speaker in the future if he doesn 't play ball in, uh, in what they want to do. Uh, and, uh, also it will probably put some America first people onto committees. Um, let me ask you this, uh, Robert, uh, uh you've, you've, uh, you are familiar with Marjorie Taylor green, right? Um, and I know that you guys, I, I thought you guys had done some work together. You had, at least had met her throughout the course of your time in politics, but a lot of people are very upset with her for her staunch support of Kevin McCarthy. Well, what's your take on the whole situation?
5: I think it's, you know, pretty much all theater and mm-hmm. God, it would, wouldn't it be incredible if Brunson's case was victorious and yeah. <laughs> we had a, a cleansing of 388 of these people, that'd be mm-hmm. incredible. But when you look at the power of the speaker, you know, they're third in line to the throne, so to speak. Yeah. Um, that's not the guy that we want there. And I think that Americans that made that pretty freaking clear, especially when 90 something percent of us don't want him as the speaker, but for whatever reason, these so-called representatives of ours, they're doing the opposite of what we wanted. You know, a lot of people would prefer Jim Jordan. A lot of people would prefer Donald Trump. A lot of people would prefer these others rather than Kevin McCarthy. I mean, just, just look at his track record since he's been you know, in office. When has he ever fought the hard battles? When has he ever fought for we the people? When has he ever stood up and done the right thing? That's going to be our speaker. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's theater. We really need, I mean, what that shows us is these people aren't representing us. Exactly. I mean, I mean, literally, I mean, they're literally just selling us out right there on the stage in front of everybody, like Kevin's out there, just, you know, giving whatever he has to give, whether it's, you know, God only knows what he's doing behind closed doors, what promises he's making, but he's literally selling us all out right there in front of everybody. You would think that more people would be upset about that. Mm-hmm. Is that the guy I want to speak or no? I, I, I honestly think that, you know, I think, I think if we lost like 99% of our you know so-called elected officials, we'd finally be going in the right direction.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: And you know, this it's, it's ridiculous with all these people. When you see Marjorie up there, you know, defending them, that's, that's absurd, but you know, I, you know, she's, She says she's said a lot of good things in the past, but one of the things that really bothered me about her, and I know this personally, is when she wanted to do a fundraiser uh, in Nevada, and uh, she wanted to do it at my house, and you know their big spiel was uh, impeach Biden, and I said, hold on a second, I said, so first, yeah, you know they say that uh, Biden isn't our president, and now. You want to impeach Biden? They're mm-hmm. like, well, it's a really good way to raise money. I said, not, a, <laughs> not, not at my we house. We know how to use people, <laughs> right? I'm Like, Yeah, not not at my house. Unless mm-hmm. unless we're fighting for the Constitution, unless we're actually doing what we're saying we're going to do. Yeah, and sure. People have let us down, but when I know going into it that it's all just freaking to raise money, not on my watch. It's not happening in my house. So, anyways, yeah, that that event didn't happen. But um, I'm not not very happy with her at all. I'm not happy with with most anybody in Congress. There's there's a few people that have stood up, but for the majority, they really haven't. They've all let us down in some in some instance or whatnot. I mean, now you could say the same thing about Trump. Right. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, um, you know, I mean, there's uh, until Until we fix our elections, we're gonna be stuck with people like this. That's that's the big that's the big thing, is we're able to squeeze some people through, but not enough. You really think that people like cocaine Mitch McConnell, like crazy Nancy Pelosi, Maxine Waters, all these people that get like 80% of the vote. Do you really believe these people that can't even walk down their own streets are getting those types of votes? No. No, they can't. They're not. And we can prove it. That's the thing. We can prove this stuff. So until we're able to fix our elections, it's all just theater to me because these people continue to sell us out. They want to make it sound like, oh, yeah, we're here for the people. It's like, then why the hell are you sending all this money to Ukraine? Mm-hmm. They both did. it. They, they all did it. And they're yeah. all getting kickbacks. They all get something out of it. They all sell a piece of their soul every time they sell us out. Yep. They're not representing us. They're representing themselves. And the people, they understand this. And when you have 83% of the people, according to an older Rasmussen poll, that believe that there's election fraud, And now it's even higher than that. Mm -hmm. I mean, the gig's up. It's just, when is enough people going to say, we're not going to allow this anymore? This is going to stop. Could you imagine if just 10% of us stood up and just said, you're all fired? Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, all we have to do is just invoke the constitution, just peacefully assemble and tell them that they're all fired because it tells us right in our first amendment, we have the right to, to redress grievances to our government, right? We can go and tell them we have the ability to alter change and abolish. Our Constitution and to hire and fire people whenever we want, not not through a court process, not through you know all these statutes and all this crazy stuff that they put up there. Our constitution is absolute, it tells us we can do this stuff, but we need to assemble a little bit better, have a little bit better i think methodology, a little better message, a little better call to action, a little bit better just system where people understand it. And then activate, because we literally can fire these people anytime we want. We don't have to wait two to four years. My great-uncle Ben Franklin is the architect of this Constitution. It clearly states what we can do. If you look at even like the Nevada Constitution, if you look at Article 1, Section 2, I pulled up a little piece here. Okay. It, says, purpose of, it says purpose of government, paramount allegiance to the United States. All political power is inherent in the people. It's not it's not inherent. It's not, you know, it's it's not all the political power isn't with Congress. It isn't with the Senate. It isn't with these representatives. It's inherent with the people. Government is instituted for the protection, security, and benefit of the people. And they have the right to alter or reform the same whenever the public good may require. it. We don't have to wait every two to four years. <clears throat> all these SOBs to get the hell out of there, they're all fired. But we just need enough of us to come together and do this. And I think people have been using the courts uh, the wrong way. I think people have been using, you know, these statutes the wrong way, and they've been waiting for, like you said, Flynn said, you know, the the guy on the white steed to come save the day. When the whole time it's just been God and us. We just need to come together and say, "You're all fired." Take a line out of Donald Trump's The Apprentice: "You're fired," right? And just. <laughs> it's so, all it can be all peaceful like you don't have to drag them out by their hair yeah. i tell you what they're not going to be happy if you know 10 of america shows up and just says you're fired so
4: you know ironically we're doing this show on january 6th two years ago we know what happened and uh, i think that this is, is is one of the principal reasons why people are so nervous about organizing physically and showing up someplace because they're afraid that if they do show up then the government is going to or the or the intelligence agencies, whoever it was that staged that false flag attack on January 6th. They're going to do the exact same thing again. And we've seen what's happened to people who didn't do anything illegal. You know, I just got an email a couple of days ago from a viewer in Virginia Beach. He was there two years ago, three days ago. He posted something uh, tagging Adam Schiff about his relationship with Ed Buck the Democrat booster who had a penchant for uh, overdosing black male prostitutes on crystal meth by injecting them forcibly. And the FBI called him two days later and said, hey, come on down. We want to talk to you about uh, your presence in D.C. on January 6th. You know, so it, it it's unfortunate, but I think their plan worked. I mean, they wanted to ensure that we wouldn't organize. They wanted to ensure that we wouldn't have the balls to stand up to them ever again. You know, because like we were saying in the beginning of the show, you know, I mean, like the uh, the judges and the courts, they're clearly compromised. They don't have any desire to hear our arguments or or to even consider them. You know, so so what is the process? I mean, how how can we tell these people to take a hike when it's so clear that they believe they are above reproach? I mean, they're untouchable. They have the police state behind them. You know, we are simply uh, a ragtag group of patriots spread out across the continental United States. Everybody wishing that somebody would organize us, but nobody really having the understanding of what to do.
5: Yeah, and you have to be careful, too. The people that do organize typically tend to be feds. Exactly, right? (laughs) right? (laughs) And, you know, that's a a crazy story all in itself with Uber essentially creating the FBI without a charter. So it's basically an illegitimate organization that was – created as a Gestapo of sorts that literally gained their power through extortion of public servants because they had dirt on everybody and allowed them to create that because they didn't want to be exposed for all their evil deeds. And so this thing has just been, you know, been in existence as kind of the the brown shirts of sorts. So what do we do? Well, again, uh, I think the Milgram study said that about 80% of us are cowards, Yeah. 65% are basically going to keep hitting the button and electrocute people till they're dead. It's Mm because 65% just, they're not going to go against whatever big brother tells them, whether it's their boss or, you know, some guy with a gun and a badge, but at least 20 to 35% of us are critical thinkers. And if you have, again, just 10%, that's 60,000 to one. And it never, ever has to become violent. You just, you're right. We have to organize but the Constitution tells us exactly what we can do. We literally have all the power. The power resides within the people. The people drafted the Constitution. The people created the Constitution. The people created the federal government. All these people were beholden to us. The people have forgot this. People think something like the Bar Association means something. Mm-hmm. The Bar Association is an association. Since when did an association take precedence over the Constitution? Mm -hmm. Since when did the Supreme Court or the judiciary give their powers to an association? Since when did you have to be an attorney to take things to court? Where in the Constitution does it say that? It's called pro se, right? You have all these different things that people are just not taught. When I talk to attorneys, they're, they're blown away. By the things that they thought they knew that they didn't. And then once their eyes open, they're like, Oh, wow, this is, this is really powerful. But people, I mean, if if you ask them what their First Amendment is, even uh, Amy Coney Barrett, she forgot, you know, what the First Amendment was. She forgot the last part, where it's the ability to petition the government for grievance. She didn't even know what that was. Right. But that's that's our first amendment. Mm-hmm. You know, you have the fourth amendment that tells us that we have the right to a republican form of government. That means our elections need to, to count. Mm-hmm. We have our ninth amendment, our ninth amendment that tells us that any law that they made that violates our life, liberty, or pursuit of happiness is null and void. Mm-hmm. It is that's our ninth amendment? Anything goes contrary to the constitution, it's null and void. But people still like to say these statutes and all these other things that are right. meaningless. They only have power because people, they're just ignorant to what the Constitution says because they think that they know what it says. But I tell you, the attorneys, the judges, all these people, they don't even know what the hell it says. Mm -hmm. When we start quoting the Nevada Constitution, they think we're crazy. And then we have to say, like, Article 1, Section 2, like, holy crap, it actually does say that. All the power lies inherent with the people. Mm -hmm. I thought it was with the legislator. I thought it was with this or with that. Like, all this stuff is, you know, by and for the people. And that's what people have to understand is – It was through us, through God and through us, it was created. And through God and through us, we can take it apart. And that's what has to happen. We can't just keep waiting for, you know, three brothers to do it for us or or wait for, you know, one person to, I don't know, do something. It has to be God and us. We all just have to say enough because this ends when we say it ends. It's really that simple. But if people are worried about these January 6 things, I think there's been enough evidence that's come out that's shown that that was not a hostile act whatsoever. Mm -hmm. I remember I was live on stream when that happened. And the guy that was on it with me, He said, Oh, you know, the the Patriots have taken the Capitol. I said, the hell they did. I said, you can go back and watch the stream. I said, that to me looks like they're on an open house. It looks like they're somebody showing them, you know, the, you know, giving them a tour. That is not the Patriots taking over. That is literally a tour of the White House. And as things started to unfold, you start finding out Pelosi and everybody's behind it. You find out about, you know, all these uh, Soros groups, the feds that were behind it. And then the reason why people were still locked up is because again we the people have failed them we have we've have refused you know to to show up to stand up to speak out peacefully you know and demand that justice be done instead we're waiting for what i don't know what some people in congress that don't really represent us to finally start representing us we're going to be very old and very gray um, and very, very decrepit and probably in the ground before that day happens if we continue down this path and just let these so-called representatives represent us when we know that they don't. Uh, show, me, show me 10, 20 representatives that truly represent us. Look at their past. Look at their votes. Sure, you can show me a couple, but show me 20. And then show me some in your local government. Show me some in the Senate. Uh, you're going to see that it is very difficult to do. And that's because they literally use these elections to steal the power, to steal the control. And what people fail to understand is it's our tax dollars that are doing it to us. So first of all, many elements of the tax system is completely unconstitutional. But what people fail to understand is even with the unconstitutional Federal Reserve, which is basically just a private you know, bank that literally uh, is owned by other bankers that we're not allowed to know who they are. We have a good idea, but we're not allowed to know. But if you look at the Federal Reserve, they literally print all this money and they keep about 95% of the value of it. Right. So they mm-hmm. keep about 95%, say it costs a nickel to make a hundred dollar bill. They keep the 95 cents. Then we, the taxpayers are on the hook for it mm-hmm. where that's unconstitutional. The treasury should be coining its own currency, right? Just yep. as the constitution tells us, but what they don't tell you is through all these bills. So as people were a little familiar with like FTX, this so-called you know Ponzi or um, basically this this wash of money, they basically take a bunch of tax dollars, yep. they throw it overseas to their buddies, they wash it and they send it back to their buddies. Well, that is on a small scale. They've been doing this stuff way before 1913, but let's just take 1913 to now. When you look at these organizations that were up against these NGOs, these 501c4s, these 501c3s, where the hell do you think they're getting all the money? Mm -hmm. It's our tax dollars that are being sent by these so-called representatives who usher out all these bills that they all vote unanimously for. They put up a little bit of a fight, but guess what? They still make it through. That money then goes to these NGOs that then create all of these, like these little splinter groups, all these other little organizations that are all out there, you know, like, you know, every vote matters or, or some crap, you know, the Patriot Act, they give it these, these nice names, But those, that's, that's our tax dollars that are funding these organizations. And then these organizations are then basically weaponized against we, the people. They use it to, you know, take, take away our, our rights, our freedoms, our liberties. And it's our money. And then guess what? We're still on the hook for it. And forget the fact that we'll never be able to pay back even the interest, little in the principle. But those are the same representatives as we're watching through this theater with, you know, with McCarthy and all this other crap that are literally funding the demise of the United States of America by sending all this money to these Soros types that then send it off to all these little splinter groups that then weaponize and attack us at a very backyard city, county, state level all the way up to, you know, the media, right? Mm-hmm. Even the media on the government tit. Where does that money come from? It's all of our money. And people don't understand how money works. and Like Henry Ford said, if people did understand how how the banking systems work, there would be a revolution before morning. yep I mean, people just... Like Jesus, you know, woe for my people were destroyed for lack of knowledge. People have to wake up. It's they, they want to attack all these little tiny, uh, little little tiny things, like you know, it's uh, you know the wall, right, or or borders, or you know, healthcare, or education, or all this stuff. But they have to stop and realize, wait a minute, how is all this stuff happening? And and you're fighting in all these these thousands of different little little fights and little battles, but the big one is the elections. If if you save the elections, you save everything because all those things only happen because the elections are illegitimate and these illegitimate people are acting as our so-called representatives when really they're representing, let's just call it the cabal or whatever, their own interests at best. So people really need to understand all this stuff. And once enough of us just say, you know what? I'm not going to work two or three jobs. I'm not going to pay for five, $6 gas. I'm not going to pay 40 bucks for, you know, loaf of bread and $50,000 a month for freaking rent because inflation's rampant because all of you pricks are the ones that destroyed our dollar, you know, like uh, enough. There's there's ways to fix this, but it it requires education, knowledge, and some structure and some organization of we the people to do it. That's what has to happen. But we also need to make sure we have the right leaders because we always there's yeah the the infiltration into all these different types of groups. They always try to make it sound something you know militaristic or something when it's not. It's totally peaceful, but they try to turn it. Uh, into some kind of terrorist group, so there's there's always that in the back of, backs of our minds that we have to be careful when we do organize because then these uh, evil bastards they come in and they try to infiltrate and turn it into something that it's not meant to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's there's definitely work to be done, but the main thing is it's just people waking up and they just say, you know what, this is BS. I'm not going to play this game anymore. I'm going to call it out. Just like if if you and I are playing Monopoly and I'm the banker and I have all the money, and we're we're sitting here rolling the dice, and, and next thing you know, I own the entire board. Mm-hmm. I've got all your money. <laughs> you know, you know, you're like, how the hell did he buy everything? <laughs> how did how did he get all that stuff? Well, I'm the damn banker, right? I've got all the money. I'm just taking loans yeah. and doing everything else to myself, and now I own everything. And now I own you. Now every time you roll the dice, you're paying me. You wouldn't play that game, would you? No, no. But yet that's what people were doing. It's insanity. You know, it's insanity. So
4: (laughs) you're very correct. Very correct. Uh, listen. Need to say thank you to Leon MG Seven over on Rumble. Thank you very much for the Rumble rant, you guys. I would really appreciate it if you would hit the plus sign, the Rumble button, the thumbs up. That lets people know this is a good show. I just hit 180,000 subscribers on Rumble too, so I just want to say thank you very much to everybody who has subscribed. Uh, Maxim of Law 5H. There is no doubt that the rights of others cannot be prejudiced by private agreements. Dig two fifteen three. P.R. Broom Max 623. I'm not exactly sure where that's from, but um, uh, Broom, Max Broom. Max is a okay, okay. So Max Broom perhaps is the author of that. Uh, and then Leanne also said, Luke 1152, woe unto you lawyers, for ye have taken away the key of knowledge. Ye entered not in yourselves, and them that were entering in ye hindered. Hindered, hindered.
5: Yeah basically perversion of our courts which is mm-hmm. the founders one of the founders greatest fears was the attorneys and the judges twisting things to their will and hiding the truth from the people Mm-hmm. No,
4: that's exactly what's happened. Um, Also, you know, speaking of uh the uh, efforts of the federal government to fund things that are, are going to destroy us eventually, I learned about this earlier today. Christopher Rufo, great follow if you are still on Twitter, somebody I just take a look at because I'm not on Twitter. Uh, but he discovered that the federal government is now funding an initiative to train artificial intelligence to censor social media content. So Essentially, this AI is being trained to detect and intervene in cases of Gendered microaggressions. So if you call someone the wrong pronoun or refuse to uh, uh, entertain their insanity, uh, dehumanizing metaphors. Uh, I guess if you call somebody uh, an arrogant asshole, that might get censored. Uh, and disguised toxicity. I don't even know what disguised toxicity would be, but that sounds kind of like sarcasm to me. You know, like if you if you say something with a bit of hidden meaning. And again, this is an artificial intelligence. The, the, uh, uh, the program is being run out of the University of Washington, and it's over a half a million dollars, $550,000, $550,436, uh, and uh, so far they've received 132317 That was in uh, 2022, so I would assume that in 2023 they're going to receive the bulk of that other half a million dollars. Uh, absolutely ridiculous that this is the kind of stuff that we are funding. We are paying for this stuff. And uh, and this is so that we can ensure our own enslavement and uh, uh, we can ensure the the future uh, uh, um, withdrawal of our constitutional rights. I mean, uh, this is about freedom of speech at the end of the day. You know, we can't go online and say the things that we want to say already on all of these mainstream platforms. And if this artificial intelligence is perhaps somehow woven into the Internet uh, and has the ability to censor or alter your speech as you're saying things in real time, I mean, who knows? You know, I mean, it's a it's a frightening prospect. And this is something I was really freaked out about when I saw
5: Yeah, rightfully so. I mean, you know that they've banned and uh, canceled me everywhere. So whether it was on YouTube with our 250,000, you know, family members there, gone. Uh, Whether it was Wikipedia, whether it was Twitter, all those things, you know, they just axed us. But that's why, you know, we created, um, you know, things like Gab and Pilled. Um, yeah, Andrew Torba and of course the Mats over there at Pilled things like that are incredible. Yep. I don't understand some of these other social media platforms where they say, "Oh, we're outside of Big Brother, Big Tech," but they're still using Amazon servers and they're in the Apple store and the Google store. Yeah, it doesn't, exactly. it doesn't, it doesn't quite compute for me. But whatever, I'm not gonna. Yeah, you know, it, it is what it is. But you're right, that's uh, terrifying when they, they can just literally just go across the web and just scrape us and cancel us and and all that stuff using our own. Funds to do it. So there goes the First Amendment. And of course, they'll hide behind. Well, you're using our social media platform. And so you're not guaranteed the First Amendment because you agreed in the terms of services by using our our platform. We can do whatever you want to. We can okay. we can do whatever we want to here. So there'll always be some way that they'll try to screw us until we're able to change um, things like 230 and other things like that.
4: Um so uh Jason Fick, uh he has probably had more Section 230 cases than anybody I, I know about. And uh he recently just got booted from, I believe, the Tenth Circuit Court of Appeals, and so he's going to end up at the Supreme Court. And uh he's probably got the best argument for the changes that need to be made to Section 230. Certainly he has uh interpreted it. In a different way than I've seen anybody else uh, thus far, like really picking apart the meaning of the words and the way in which it should be applied uh, versus the way it actually has been applied. Um, D. Dugan 210 over on Rumble said – 1776 Pennsylvania Constitution 4, I'm assuming maybe Article 4, that all power being originally inherent in and consequently derived from the people, therefore all officers of government, whether legislative or executive, are their trust. And then also saying, are there trustees and servants and at all times accountable to them? Uh, and then okay. Low Country Brooklyn. Good to see you, Brooklyn. She says, I mean, look at what they're doing to Peterson in Canada. The communists will always go for your knees and through your wallet. So – Uh, Benji, are you not a fan of Jason Fick? Jason was a a guest on the show before. And I know that some people are uh, a a little, um, you know, they don't care for Jason because uh, he has lost so many cases. But I'll tell you what, you know, you gotta you gotta lose a couple and before you can actually win. I mean, most people are not successful on something the first go around and I have to give him credit uh for having you know not only the 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 balls to go up against the biggest and most well-funded censorship machine on planet earth uh but also uh, being able to put together the funding uh and uh, perhaps he's paving the way for future people who will actually ultimately be successful i mean we we got to start somewhere and we need to try and um you know please i i just think about that when you're when you're uh, you know talking about the people who are out there actually doing things Because I don't see a lot of other people uh, trying to go up against the United States government when it comes down to it at the end of the day. Uh, All right, you guys, we have to take a break for the second half of the show. And then when we come back on the other side, we're going to open up the calls. If you've got questions, comments, you want to talk to Robert about things that maybe you can do in your own area to help educate people and to, uh, you know, recruit People who don't want to be in public office, but uh, oftentimes should be because we got to replace these people. Give us a call. I'm going to put the Zoom information out in just a second. We'll be right back. If over the years you've started to notice an increase in the appearance of wrinkles, fine lines, maybe bags under your eyes or other usual signs of aging, It might be more than just stress from the new year. Your collagen levels could be low. And as you've gotten older, you may also find that your nails are a little brittle. Maybe your hair is thinner or your skin doesn't seem as strong. All of this can be related to declining collagen-level production. I'm impressed because just a week after taking this premium collagen powder, I've noticed a significant reduction in the appearance of wrinkles and fine lines. My skin has once again regained its youthful glow, hydration, and elasticity. I want you to try it as well and experience the amazing effects it had on me. Get a bag yourself for 51% off, plus you'll get several free bonuses before the New Year sale ends by going to healthwithredpill.com. Once again, that's healthwithredpill.com and get ready to look your best this New Year. And when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right, and we're back. I see we've already got rain on the line. Glad to have you here. We're going to put out the information into all of the chats, and then we're going to go ahead and take those callers. Um I do have a question over here from Trumpy Be Cool. Trumpy Cool, good to see you, buddy. He says, question, Robert, do you see this turning around without total deterioration of the country? I feel like civil doesn't say war, but I think he means civil war is inevitable. That being said, I haven't given up and I'm just and I am not just a precinct committeeman.
2: now
1: fighterflare.com.
4: Uh, but I've now been elected to be a state committeeman. I kind of feel I'm going through the motions at times with the courts being stacked along with Congress. I am splitting my time between that and prepping for these really hard times incoming. Robert, we were kind of talking about this uh, before we went live, about the possibility of uh, some type of Mad Max style, um, uh, you know, kind of wiping of society. Uh, for me personally, although I, I, I think I'm one of the most optimistic people out there, there are definitely times where I feel like there is, there's gonna need to be some type of uh, a drastic reset in order for us to overcome these things because it, the corruption is so entrenched, you know, I mean, like whether it's your issues, finding a judge uh, that'll listen to this stuff or, you know, uh, a, a, a lot of people with, you know, some pretty compelling arguments and lots of evidence to show that things are just not right. I mean, sometimes people just get frustrated thinking we can't get anybody to listen to us.
5: No, you're right. There is um, a lot of frustration out there. There's a lot of people that uh, are feeling defeated. We keep uh, you know, taking these losses. We're not allowed to get into the courtroom. And again, I think it's because we've been looking at this somewhat the wrong way. We've, we've gone through the traditional routes of using the courts just to find out that they don't have the sack or the spine to hear the evidence. And then that gives the media ammunition to say, oh, look at all these court cases that were lost. But Fact of the matter is, none of the evidence was able to be presented because they weren't even given their day in court. They used loopholes and things like lack of standing to keep us out. But where do we go? It's it's simple. We're, we're literally at the crossroads. We're at the point where either we, the people, assemble, we get together and we peacefully take this back, or it's it's going to be Orwell's wet dream. That's yeah. There's nothing in between. You can see the AI. You can see all you have to do. Is look at the cabal. Look at these people and they literally tell you what they're doing and they literally do it. They literally, it's like their code. They have to tell you what they're going to do. And then if you don't do anything about it, well, that means you submitted to it. And so they're allowed to do it to us. They're literally telling us what they're going to be doing. I mean, you don't have to be, uh, you know, some kind of, I don't know, mind reader. They literally put it in books. They tell us what's coming. And if you want that to happen, we'll just continue just complaining about and doing nothing. Or just like the gentleman said, you know, he got involved locally. He became a precinct committeeman. Now he become a state central committeeman. Those are great steps. He's pre- he's preparing. Obviously, he hopes for the best, but he's preparing for the worst. These are all things we have to do. But more of us have to get together and just simply say, we're not going to play this game anymore. It's just like the monopoly analogy I gave you. If, if I'm the banker and the player and I'm stealing everything from you, you're never going to win. Why would you play? Mm-hmm. Right. It doesn't mean you go home and you don't vote. It means you call out the corruption. You put the spotlight on these people and you call them out for exactly who they are. Then you invoke the Constitution and our and we the people our power enough of us if we say it it can happen but again if we don't if we don't all come together and start doing this and we do some things that are a little bit um, unconventional but are completely peaceful and completely constitutional we are going to lose it's literally not a matter of you know if it's just a matter of when because people just waiting for somebody else to do for us what we must do for ourselves yeah. isn't going to get it isn't going to get it done and if you're talking about nuclear war, you better believe that the table's already set. You want to believe that uh, they want to wipe out a bunch of us? You better believe that the table's already set. You know, they just did a little test run with this planned Bennett to see how many people would revolt, mm-hmm. how many people would just go along blindly. I sure as hell know I didn't uh, conform. I didn't take the, the little poison freaking bioweapon. I didn't wear a mask. I didn't do any of the crap that they told us to do. I'd be the only guy in a store. I'd be the only guy on a plane. I'd be the only guy. I didn't care. They weren't gonna they weren't gonna win. I only wore a mask, I think, a couple of times. Once was at a school board meeting because there are a bunch of evil bastards there. And then another time was getting my CCW at the sheriff's with a loaded firearm on my hip. <laughs> so imagine that you're going you're going into the sheriff's station wearing a mask and a gun to get my renewed CCW. But hey, you know, as I said, like, oh, like Kids, all wear a mask, right?
4: <laughs> so so, uh, so Um, uh, Veruca over on, uh, Rumble was asking if they were going to add the ability for people to, uh, do Rumble rants from the app on your phone. I wish they would. And I was hoping that with this new update, I'm sure everybody can see it. Um, that uh, that perhaps they would have done that, but they didn't. However, if you're on your phone and uh, you want to be able to rumble rant, just go to the 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 page for my channel directly, rumble.com forward slash redpill78. All my videos will be right there. It'll open in the browser in your phone, and it will behave exactly as it does in the app on your phone. With one exception, you can send rumble rants. So it's uh, obviously a great way to support the channel. You get your name and your message up there in, uh, in a bright color, depending on how large the rant is, the color uh, will be different. And depending on how big it is, it will stay on screen for longer. Okay. So we're going to go ahead and bring in our first caller, Rain. And I will you, actually, before I do that, um, let me just say, I, I'm really proud of Stan. and uh, And I think that his experience shows us that if enough of us did what he did, then we could very quickly take back the country at the base level, okay? This is a powerful position that really doesn't take a whole lot of commitment, but it does take uh, a little bit of drive from you because it may not be something that you can do immediately. And by becoming precinct committeeman and then state committeeman, it might take a couple of years, but I mean, imagine if, Robert, how many tens of thousands of committeemen seats are still open all throughout the country? I don't even know the the current number, but since I've been pushing that on this channel, many of them have been filled, but far more of them are still vacant, okay? and uh, And that means that we have a tremendous opportunity, at least in that respect, to take on some measure of power within the party. You know, a lot of people I will hear them say, oh, we got to start a whole new party, but then we're just going to fracture the base and it's going to make it easier for the Democrats to win. You know, they have this this uh, bicameral, excuse me, bicameral system set up right now. We've got one party against another party, and that is uh, uh, very successful for them when it comes time to uh, to cheat and win these elections. If we can control the Republican Party, we can control who are the candidates in the Republican Party and we can control the direction of the Republican Party, the platforms, the issues that we care about. You know, we can make sure that it conforms to our values. And that's not to say that we want to exclude anyone, but we want to save the country. We want to go back to that constitutional republic. And I truly believe that with the tools that are presented to us and available at this very moment we can do that, but we just need you to make the decision to do it. We're going to bring in Ray now.
5: Okay. The, the biggest thing is obviously becoming a precinct committeeman is huge, but we need to save our elections and we need mm-hmm. to promote Incredible candidates because yeah. if you 're able to save the elections, but you don't have any good candidates, you yeah. really haven 't done anything, have you no <laughs> I mean, no, no,
4: you know, but I mean you know i I know that once we become committee men, you know then you can you decide who ends up it, it, it being able to get onto the ballot you know we can perhaps recruit people um you know yeah. we can we can get people on the ballots who are interested in helping us to clean up these voter rolls you know i mean like if I think that if it was up to most people. Like when they hear something like 30 to 50 percent of the voter rolls are junk. It's dead people. It's incorrect names. It's people who live at addresses that are not residences. Uh, you've got, you know, tens uh, of people at a single post office box in Lansing, Michigan, MSU. OK, uh, there is uh, a former residence block for students at MSU. OK, this is where, like, you know, you would live. It was called Cherry Hill. All right. Those apartments were torn down a decade ago, and yet there are still active registered voters living in this vacant lot. And we know it. The people who are overseeing the voter rolls know it, but they like it that way. They don't want to change it. So we have to get that fixed because I think only then will we have a viable chance at actually, uh, you know, electing good people. Rain, you're on the air. Welcome back to the program. Can you hear me? All right. Rain is not quite there yet. Uh, will somebody let Rain know in the chat that she's on the call and uh, we just don't have any audio from her? I'll bring in the next caller. And hopefully Rain's mic will work. Caller, you're on the air. Is this Robert? Roberto? Hey, what's up, brother? Hi, can you hear what me? What's going on? Hey. Oh, okay. No. Uh, Roberto, ho- hold hold on for me because we Rain was no. on the call okay. first. Hey. We'll go ahead and take her question first. Hi, Rain. Welcome back to the show. Can you hear me, Rain? I think Uh, I know you can hear me, Robert, just to hold on for a second, buddy. Go ahead and go ahead and mute. And um, okay, Rain, I think maybe you have to pause the stream so that the Zoom will be concurrent with the timing of me actually speaking, because otherwise you'll have a uh, a delay. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can Can you hear hear me right now? Yeah, let me turn you off in the other ground. Okay, I had to change
7: this. I had to change the speaker. No problem. How are y'all doing?
4: Excellent. Welcome to the
7: program. Thank you. Hey, hey, Robert. How are you doing? Good to see you. God bless you. Doing um, great. It's Friday. I hope y'all had a, a, a merry Christmas and a happy New Year. Certainly. <laughs> like I'm getting old. I can't even get my avatar or my Zoom name anymore. Zach, <laughs> my brain's just worn out. I understand. Oh my goodness. Um, Robert, you're right, though. We do need to come together and unite, you know, because they're not. We've tried everything the right way through the court systems through everything.
5: Yeah, the, the sad thing I keep seeing is when people do unite, it's temporary. They end up creating like these. They'll create like an organization and they end up eating each other and then it splinters off into other organizations. I see this all the time with these different uh, Republican organizations. They start off with one and then they get an argument and they create another. And then that one gets in an argument, they create another. Then you end up with like 10 different organizations when really you just need one. It just learns how to play nice all for the same purpose of taking back our country constitutionally and peacefully. Um, So we need to stop the dilution and become more concentrated.
7: Yeah. And what scares me about that is, you know, seeing that happen that if we do in the way I was thinking about uniting is like, you know, get, get someone from every County across the United States and we all go to our representative's office the same day, the same time, unite it and peacefully demand they resign, fire them, you know, but, but, just like you said, it's just going to end up in chaos again because too many people can never agree on anything, you know. But we have to clean this up. But I think, Robert and Zach, you know, these little people really don't matter. They're not really running anything. And that's the scary part. You know, it's the people in the background, these big corporations are, you know, WEF, Klaus Schwab, you know, the things they believe in are not what our values are. And I don't know how to fight that
5: right well i think again if if we're able to put more like-minded people in the same room get them all you know uh, basically for the for the same purpose like sun su said you know united in purpose and army will be victorious right so if we're able to get enough like-minded people together you the 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 people that the the dissenters or the people that are marxist or socialist we really don't care about what they say because we know that they make up a much smaller percentage of the united states than than we do it's really about 80 20 when you mm-hmm. look at 20% of people were like democrats socialist marxist you know bat crap crazy 80% are just pretty rational they may not be republicans but they're conservative of sorts they're, they're they're rational they're critical thinkers of sorts they they you know they're they're good people for the most part and we found this through our canvassing efforts uh, just asking simple questions of people we've knocked you know hundreds of thousands of doors, and we found that to be the case across the country so i 'm not really worried too much about the the small percentage of people that are crazy. We outnumber them greatly it 's just they have more funding they 're more well organized they have cabal type ties, but if enough of us come together you see what happens these people just you know scurry off into the night so right we
7: didn't but we have that. to have a plan to come together we need a plan to yeah. come together you know that's what, and we really don't have much time to waste i mean i can't believe they arrested ashley babbitt's mom today i actually we should have arrested them because they were the ones that committed a crime just because they have on a uniform does not give them permission to uh, issue unlawful laws or rules or what i mean she was walking on the street yeah that's her taxes paying
4: for that it's crazy yep it's
5: crazy no was the, what, was on, you know? what was the reason
4: what was the reason they jaywalking. Gave her i heard jaywalking. jaywalking oh my god
7: wow and she, zach it was on video she didn't do anything but crossed over a yellow line they were yeah. pushing her back and then they physically grabbed her and moved her she wasn't doing anything no and i think it was at the same time nancy pelosi was giving her big j6 mm. speech Oh, yeah. You know, I mean that's just a slap in our face. They don't care. They are taking our constitution up from under us as we watch. John B. Wells on Caravan to Midnight had a great interview with I think Amon Jibby is his name. It was an amazing interview about the paperwork he discovered up in Canada as to what their plan is, you know, and they're going for these smart cities and then the uh the data, you know, whatever they call that, then the you know, the matrix, actually. You know, and they've got a plan. You know, we need to start doing graffiti on cameras, not walls.
4: <laughs> it's not a bad idea.
7: <laughs> take a spray can with you when you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that General Flynn interview, too, today was very, very telling. You know, yeah. and I think it sets us on a course of what we need to do. I
4: Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to watching it. I, I've seen a lot of people talking about it, I just haven't had a chance. I had a migraine earlier, and so I had to take it easy for the day
7: well um y'all i gotta get um, my dog karma my white german shepherd she's due any day she has seven puppies so keep awesome. us in your prayers i'm gonna be a grandmother <laughs> we'll do yeah, we'll have do. a great That's one so cool all right thanks for thanks for calling rain i appreciate it god bless you all right Ooh. god bless all you. All god right. bless america god bless humanity
4: right amen amen, amen. we'll see you have a good one All right, Roberto, go ahead and unmute. Let me just say real quick, thank you to Veruca over on Rumble. She says, Zach, I love you. Oh, actually, I'm assuming it's a woman. I'm thinking like Veruca Salt. Uh, But uh, Zach, I love your show. I'm always wondering what flavor you're smoking on your show. LOL. I hope the house truly works for us because our country is in severe, uh, severe decline and going down fast. God bless. Yeah, I I do too. You know, I, I hope that If uh, if if these 2021 holdouts have decided that they are going to help McCarthy become speaker of the House, that there is something that they're getting in return. Um, One of those things we're going to have to wait and see. And then uh, March or March's love says, Zach, I'm not going to sit idly by and watch these a-holes do what they want. I am still looking for like minded patriots in my area. Uh, but could use a little help, hoping for your help. Please reach out to me. Okay, so you send me a decline. Oh, yes, decline. Okay, thank you, Baruca. Send me an email, uh, or you can even put it in there right now. You can tell people uh, how they can get in touch with you. I will happily share that information on the air. I think it's a great idea. I've, I've said for a long time we need to be creating Patriot meetup groups. You know, I mean, we need to be coming together in our communities Uh, And, uh, you know, I think a lot of people are already part of groups, you know, you got church groups, you've got, you know, I don't know, veterans groups, you got the VA, I mean, there's all kinds of different places where people come together. But, you know, let's create something amongst ourselves that is wholly unique. All right, Roberto, go ahead and unmute. I'm going to click ask to unmute and hopefully you see this. Um, I I don't want to bring in another caller. And there we go. You're unmuted. Welcome back, brother.
8: (laughs) Uh, couple comments, uh, a couple comments and then a couple of questions. Um, uh, the Brunson case is before the Supreme Court right now, which I guess they're deliberating or they're in the process of finish deliberating. So I guess we won't know anything until either tomorrow or Monday at the very earliest from what I've read. Um, have you? Uh, are you familiar with a uh, girl by the name of Whitney Webb? Yes, I am. He recently came out with a book called One Nation Under Blackmail. It's two volumes. It's roughly 1,000 pages. I just got done reading it over the past week.
4: It's it's about Epstein, isn't it? It's
8: about Epstein, but it's about how the intelligence agencies and all the different various people that colluded with him behind the lines and the rise and the connections with Mossad and the CIA and so forth. The reason why I bring this up is because when – I posted that question to Loy when he was on about the Brunson case, about how do we, you know, what are you going to do if there's, there's a possibility that these agencies are, you know, been colluding all in the background and they're affecting these elections behind the lines? You don't really know. And she paints a pretty good case just, just with just regular research in her footnotes on, you know, the connection between what they do behind the lines and how they rigged these systems and everything. You know, why are we now at this point where we're we're focusing on these lawsuits when they should have been in the mix, you know, throughout the decades? You know, because, I mean, the I mean, uh, you remember when I posted to you, Zach, this stuff happens because these people exist. And until they yeah. don't exist, this stuff is going to continue to keep happening.
4: Mm-hmm. Very true. So know, I mean, they've, they've, I mean, cre- that's, that's they've the created thing. a system that works uh, exceptionally well. Uh, they 're all placed in positions of power, and so therefore they can back each other up at the opportune moments and uh and they 've they 've taken the power and they 're willing to do anything to continue to use it
8: you know and 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 that 's the point because if you if you 're fighting uh an enemy that you can 't see, you know and all you can do is is surmise where they may be to go after them you know, regardless of whether money is the factor in all of this, they're operating in a shadow area that people just aren't able to see. And by filing these lawsuits, I understand what, you know, these guys are trying to do and, you know, what they're going for. But at the same time, it's also exposing things that maybe they can say, Hey, wait a minute, these are things that we're not seeing or that we're overlooking that we may need to look at and that that way. It doesn't happen further down the line. You know what I mean? So, I mean, what is going to be the, the overall outcome, you know, if these things don't work? Robert? But it mildly speaking. Hello? Can
5: you hear me?
4: Yeah, Over. we can hear you. Yeah. Any yeah, thoughts,
8: so, Robert? I mean, in, in, in the you end, I'm, yeah,
5: Brad. So, you know, it kind of just goes back to like we were discussing earlier to where we need to stop putting our faith in, you know, three brothers or one person and in, in just realize that it's up to God and us. And so if we just simply lean into the constitution and the powers it is, it's granted us and organize and come together, we can literally end this stuff as soon as enough of us say it ends that that's what people need to understand is this all ends when we say it does. That's, that's the thing, but everybody is putting their hopes, you know, behind three brothers or behind one person on a white horse or, or this or that, when we've always known it's God and us. And we have the power. The power resides with we, the people. These people are our servants. They are our trustees. We just need to remind them. And whenever we do that, if we do that, this all ends. If we don't, we lose it all. We're really at those crossroads. And I don't know that the Supreme Court is going to do the right thing. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if they do or don't, because we, the people, are the ones that have the power. And we just need to remind these people peacefully that, hey, guys, uh, this is our country, not our, not yours. You're our trustees. You're our servants. And if you're able to get that message across, if we're able to assemble, if we're able to get large enough numbers together, and we're able to do this across all 50, guess what? It ends. It ends right then and there. And,
8: and you know, I, I agree with you. And, you know, I'm all for it. You know, the flip side of this is that when you look at the Western nations in general, whether it's Australia, Canada, the UK, uh, maybe Europe in general, and and of course the United States, you know, the, you know, it's like when COVID hit, it's like it immediately just caused everybody to just go to each side of the classroom and everybody is just facing at each other, waiting for that, for that one person to cross the line you know, and the, the typical mentality, divide and conquer, you pin each, everybody against each other as much as they can. You know, we need to, you know, I don't know if you're familiar with open secrets, but I mean, this is a, yeah. you know, a, a website that shows where a lot of this money goes to a lot of these candidates and, and track some of this stuff. Well, I'll bet funded by the Soros Foundation, to say the least among others. But at some point isn't there a way that we can say look there's collusion going on here because of where the money is being transferred especially from the soros side of things and say look this is not in the interest of our country you know there was a big outcry for people to have donald trump go after soros and kick him out like russia and hungary did and yet it didn't happen in this country and this dude has caused more damage to this country than any any public person per se and it's like, you you also have to go after these people that are continuing to fund these organizations that are about tearing down our country and our constitution and anything that, you know, Christianity, Judaism, you know, religion, whatever, just basic, basic values of what the country stood for originally. And until you get people to say, look, these people are trying to mess with us, whether it's left or right, I, I don't know, <laughs> you know, sometimes. You know, I'm, I'm very cynical, extremely cynical for my age, more so, you know, even when I was in my 30s, just because I see how rigged the system is.
5: Yeah, it's easy to get that way. But you're also a critical thinker because you're analyzing. So that's a good thing. That's a step in the right direction. And you realize that it's not completely over. So with Soros, well, the thing is, is those are that's our money that's funding him. The people that are doing this, they're committing treason. This is these are hostile acts against our country. Our representatives, the people that are doing this, the people in law enforcement that are upholding this, it's treason, and that's there's there's no other word for it. So, as soon as people wake up to these facts, and if we all stand up, or just ten percent of us stand up. It's over. That's that's what I keep saying is we have to just stop waiting for you know the Brunsons or these people or that person or whatever. And sure, we can rally behind the Brunsons. We can we can do whatever, but we have to come together and call out this corruption for what it is. It's treason.
4: Well, Robert, Robert, listen, we got Robert. We've got a Roberto. Sorry, we've got a ton of people on the line, so we've got to leave it there. Um, But uh, yeah, I appreciate you calling in, brother. Thank you so much.
5: Bless you. Peace.
4: Peace, brother. Okay, uh Locust Honey 21 said Zach, General Flynn just called up the nightly vigil outside the gulag with Mickey. I caught some of it on video. I'll post the truth social also. Uh Jake's book dro- Oh yes, Jake's book drop today. Jake Lang, he was on the show earlier this week. Uh patriotprisoner.com. You guys can pick it up there and I'm going to be getting a copy myself. I'm also going to be uh screening Jake's new documentary on the channel uh very shortly as well. Uh Rain who said Thank you, Zach. Much love to you and Red Pill 78 girlfriend, a soon to be real Red Pill 78 wife. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate it. And then March's love said, email, uh, me, um, Mark, M-R-M-A-R-C, at M-D-Enterprises-R-I dot com. I'm going to go ahead and copy that. And I'm thinking maybe the R.I. means that you're in Rhode Island, but I uh, may be wrong. Uh, I am in I'm in corrupt Rhode Island. And if I can get others who want to peacefully and patriotically stand up. Uh, and uh, there we go. So let me go ahead and put that out. And then we've got the next caller coming in. There was uh, two doctors on the line. And Are now we've only got one doctor there, who has uh, stuck around. Caller, you're on the air. Can we get your name? Grand Welcome back to the show. Good to hear from you, brother.
9: Thank you. I feel welcomed.
4: Excellent. So what, what's on your mind tonight? What's your question for Robert?
9: I, I got I got in, I don't know, about 45 minutes late. And I would like to ask if your, your co-host could reintroduce himself and tell, him, tell us who he
4: is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Robert, go ahead and give him an update on who you
5: are. Yeah, sure. I'll give you the little 30-second version. Uh, Robert Beatles, Christian husband, father, built some of the biggest uh, businesses in the country, solved problems for lots of big businesses in the country, invented a ton of different things. Um, I got into politics, if that's what you want to call it, probably, uh, I don't know, early 2000s. I'm uh, not politics in the way that you think, but our Constitution. Uh, my great uncle was Ben Franklin, or great 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 uncle's Ben Franklin, the architect of the Constitution. And I'm here doing my part um, to try to save our country. I've, you know, pushed—I don't know—probably over 100 candidates. Uh, I don't know how many lawsuits we've done and petitions we've done and exposed corruption across uh, the western the western United States as well as uh, many other states um our team is pretty incredible made up of people that uh, you all know their names i've tried to stay kind of you know behind you know in in, in the shadows and, and try to work from you know, from behind the scenes but that wasn't working so i had to come forward and and really start uh you know, putting, putting my uh, shoulder to the wheel, so to speak, over the past several years. And um, But, uh, yeah, just doing my part. Uh, I love God. I love our country. And it's up to always do whatever we can. And we've had a lot of successes and we've had, you know, some losses, but we're pushing forward. And we've, uh, we've got a lot of ex- exciting things in the future that we're doing that are very unconventional, but all based in the Constitution. So there's uh, a lot to be optimistic for. Um, built uh, a lot of different software companies to helped with uh, uh, one of the investors in gab uh, helped uh, with uh pilled Foxhole, things like that. Just a ton of different things. I would be here all night. If you asked me all the stuff I've done.
9: Hell <laughs> nice resume. I like it. Well, He's, My uh, name, my new game when I was deployed was command Sergeant Major specialist. Uh, and then the last part is done your business <laughs> <laughs> i was I was reacted way above my pay grade, but anyways so uh I have had about a half an hour of listening, and thank you so much for doing what you're doing. God knows you know i I talked to my my high school you know. Patriots or whatever, and uh, they ask you questions as a veteran. You know, you're deployed. Blah blah blah. What you're what, what you're doing? putting it all on the line there. You know, we all we all put it on the line. I, I took the oath six times or more, uh, from all I can remember. But anyways. My point is the veterans that are watching all this stuff in Congress, the votes, the lack of talk about the border, the things that really matter, it just disgusts me. We're left in a place where now we're just sitting there waiting for the Speaker of the House. Right, everything else is on hold. The news media don't talk about nothing. The news cycle is like the oath, the constitution.
5: Yeah, I don't know what yeah. else to say about it, Phil. So. I, I hear your pain, brother. Uh, we're all we're all feeling it for sure. And people are focused on things that are the least of the least importance when we need to focus on things that are the greatest importance. Things like taking back our country and not worrying about some puppet that's going to be up there pretending to represent us. A speaker who's just going to be continuing to sell us out as we're watching every single day that this you know theater unfolds. He's just literally selling out more and more to get power. Like it's, it's, it's very clear that people don't. That's exactly, exactly what it is. When the veterans
9: that have died for this country, their yeah. name will be held out in the wind.
5: It's yeah, dishonor. The, yeah, well, all right. well, God bless you. And, and all the vets that are out there, it's just become so sad and so clear over the past decades that we've seen that most every war we've entered into since probably the revolutionary war and even there has some issues most of them have been under false pretenses and you see that most of it has just been for the consolidation of power that's not we the people unfortunately so many lives have been lost Well, the bankers and people like that are profiting on both sides of this, and they're fighting for things that absolutely are not of consequence and things that we shouldn't be doing. And people like yourself should never have had to sacrifice for these. Until we have people that truly represent us, until we have elections that truly matter, we're going to continue down this very dark and scary and just unethical and satanic road. And we just have to Take back our elections, and we're able to save all of this stuff. If we had people, you know, like yourself or like Zach or many of the listeners here as representatives, we wouldn't be entering into all these needless wars just for these bankers to make ridiculous profits and for these other corporations to Jesus make this profits.
9: The Ukrainian flag is a joke.
0: Yeah, it's you know, a I bit-
9: ask people that I come in contact with every once in a while. I ask him. I said, "Do you realize there's literally?" nazis yeah fighting for the ukrainian army yep
4: i mean that, it's like the bulk of their troops you know i mean it's uh it's it's messed up
9: well i mean if i had one i had one person come back at me well you know there's nazis in america too you know that right yeah,
4: well, they're they're not yeah, fighting. Like, they're not the fighting under that. the American flag, wearing uh, swastikas on their on their armbands. <laughs> it's Old messed up. Nazi, I've, never, no. I've never met you're a Nazi. You're talking about FBI that yeah. have been set up and brainwashed. Yeah, well, listen, Frey and the boys, we we've got to take the next caller, buddy. I appreciate you calling, and uh, as always, it's good to hear from you.
5: Thank you for your service. Thank you, very much, Jack. You.
4: Thank you, brother. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, and we've got two callers. Dave Jose is on the line. He is the next caller hey, after, after this one. Uh, we just need to wait for this caller to connect. Dave, if you're listening, don't hang up. You are the next caller. I will be taking your call here momentarily. We're just waiting for Galaxy S10 to connect. I'm assuming that they must be calling in on a Galaxy S10. And if for some reason it doesn't work, we'll just jump straight to Dave and we'll take this caller um, once they connect. All right. And also, uh, Leon MG7 said, Maxim of law, the main object of government is the protection and preservation of personal rights, private property, and public liberties, and upholding the law of God. American Maxim.
5: Yes. I tell you what, if you've got the Dave Jose I think you got coming on, this. Is, there's no better guy on the planet to learn from when it comes to maxims and petitions and affidavits and than my brother Dave Jose.
4: Okay. All right, so Galaxy S10, you are not connecting. I'm going to put you back in the waiting room, and we'll try again here in just a moment. All right. And coming in next is uh, somebody that uh, several of my viewers have been trying to get me to get on the show here very recently. Dave, we spoke before Christmas, but we haven't made contact again. I'm so happy to have you here on the show, even if it's just as a caller. How's it going? Excellent, sir. Welcome to the program. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me.
5: Absolutely. Absolutely. What's up, brother? Hey, hey, Beatles. How's it going? Doing great. Doing great.
10: So I just wanted to say a few things. Um, I want us to uh, think back of how things worked in history. If you look at Exodus chapter 1 in the Bible, you'll see that God was getting ready to let his people go in Egypt who at the time were being dealt with harshly as slaves. The people of Israel had no idea of their power. But we get a glimpse into the background of what is happening when the Pharaoh is talking and saying that the people of Israel are more and mighty, mightier than we are. And then he says, let us deal wisely with them or put pressure on them, afflict them, Because if we don't, they may side with one of our enemies. And if a war breaks out, they're going to destroy us. So at the very same time that our oppressors are looking and saying that we are mightier than they are, many times we find that we are saying, look how big they are. They're so powerful. So I want to just look into real life because a lot of times You know, I hear people and it kind of it crushes my heart because I hear people say, well, what if they just don't want to listen to us? The few people that are we put in power. What if the few don't want to listen to us and they got guns and they got, you know, uh, they they got power and they got police? Well, I want to go into real life so that people can see real life situations that happen. So let's take Rosa Parks, right? Mm -hmm. Rosa Parks was doing in a time of segregation. She was a black woman. The police had guns. The cities would not have wanted her to ride in the front of the bus. What if she was so cowardly that she cared about her oppressor's voice, Mm -hmm. power, or anything of that nature? Rosa Parks stood up when everybody had guns. And she didn't. Let's take women's right to vote in America. Women and men across the country stood up when the elites didn't want women to vote. They had guns. But now we have women voting in America. Mm -hmm. Let's take segregation. Martin Luther King stood up. They hit them with fire hoses, let dogs bite people in the middle of the street. They all had weapons and guns. But it was crazy that strong white women in America stood up with Martin Luther King and brought their kids. And then they got sprayed with fire hoses and got bit by dogs. But after that happened, strong white men in America stood up and now black people can drink at the same water fountain as white people. Too many times we hear people give good answers, good remedy, tell the people to stand up on their strength like Brother Beatles is doing today. And we hear people in fear say, It'll never happen. They're too powerful. They're too great. Mm -hmm. Are are we forgetting that we are the same nation with less than 3%, around 3% of the people, not 10%, 3% of the people through a king who was literally in power over us Mm -hmm. on his behind? So if we think about this, we created a nation where we wouldn't have a king anymore. So nobody has legitimate power. Now, let's just be real now and look at what's really happening, because my schooling is in psychology. So I see when people are having psyops ran on them. I see when people are getting broken down with things that are, are created to program them into a lie. Let's think about this. When you deal with government officials right now today that we know helped rape children with Epstein, right? hmm. How come they don't openly tell us they help rape kids? <laughs> people would be up they in arms. T- <laughs> yes, sir. So, in other words, you're saying that people they're afraid of us. Absolutely. OK, let me ask you a question. So with FTX, when they stole all that money, shipped it to the Ukraine and sent it back,
4: did they give us notice? Mm hmm. Why not? Because people would not have been happy about it. Because
10: <laughs> they are afraid. Yep. Government go. actors in general do their bad actions undercover. Mm-hmm. They are afraid of us. So here's the real truth. If we really want justice, see, sometimes people get tricked into doing things that don't make the most sense. Mm-hmm. But, We're in in 2023. We're brilliant now. So this is all we got to do. We can do Zooms just like you're doing one right now. You and Beatles are assembling with the people right now. Mm -hmm. Nobody can say that you guys are being aggressive because you're online. Y'all got the power to do a Zoom webinar, invite everybody. Y'all could tell all the big alternative media talk show host to stream it on their streams live, Every will follow y'all. Mm-hmm. Literally. And the whole nation can take part in discussing things right from the comfort of their living room. Mm-hmm. And, and we can send nice little notices to the government saying, hey, we're going to have a meeting to change the nation. You can come too. And, and I can tell you some real life things that happened, brother. I, I read some of these things off or had one of my people read it off. You see these brewing cases the Brewing case and how they're going against the government and the states with all these gun acts and stuff they tried to make? Yes, yes. and now the scholars the scholars are saying, "What in the world is happening? The attorneys aren't listening to us anymore. The, I'm sorry, the, the Supreme Court, they're, mm-hmm. they're exerting their power over us, and they're not letting us control courts anymore.
0: Mm-hmm.
10: I can show you the notices that we wrote to them with dates on them, telling them, "You got this many days." To come out and tell the people what y'all been doing wrong, and the Supreme Court has been doing it, and the attorneys don't know and the states don't know why this is happening. (laughs) They got all these guns, right? As a matter of fact, I'm gonna tell you a real a real life story. There's a a sheriff named Stephen. I think it's in Alabama. Okay. Stephen is in our group. He's an ex sheriff. He wrote notices. I think in Alabama it was. And got the head sheriff to stop doing gun licensing where he was making $750,000 a year off just the licenses. Gone. Wow. So they got weapons. They got a legislature, right, that Mm -hmm. lets them make these licenses. But they're not doing it anymore because he wrote them a notice and told them to do it. We got CPS cases across the country where cops with guns. Stop and say, we're not taking these people's kids. Y'all are breaking the law. They just showed it to us. We're not doing that. Think about this. The government actors are afraid. Because when we show when we showed the law to people like cops and different uh, people, I was told, bro, that government officials didn't care about anything we said. They were shutting down business around the nation. We moved 140 businesses into private entities, everyone that followed us went against the government in their states, We went against three cases with DAs, one in Cali, two in New Jersey, beat every single case. They dropped everything. And these are people who came to the doors with guns. And when a cop came with a gun, you know what we did? We gave him an affidavit saying, oh, if you want to play, here's the law. We get your personal money your personal property if you're wrong. So just send us an affidavit back with the constitutional principles or provisions that said you can do what you're doing. And then they don't want to play no more. So then they give it to the DA. And then the DA gets, it and he's like, oh, you better shut down. <clears throat> then we give him an affidavit. If you want us to shut down, here's the court cases that tell that you can't do it. Here's the constitution. Go ahead and move forward if you're willing to pay with your own money. And then they don't want to play no more. <laughs> every single time. They're asking for extensions. They got the cops with guns. They got all the power, people say. But then they're asking for extensions in all these different cases. Can we have two months to understand the law we just read? <laughs> That's and, and, great. and I'm not just saying this. I can show you the people saying it. I can show you the business owners who moved to the private and them giving testimony how the courts are arguing on their behalf because they said the right thing. And it's all because the people got to learn the law. So I yes. show them the law, they use it, and then the court, the judges start saying like, oh, this is great. I get to act in my real power as a judge. Okay. And then they start arguing with the other side in front of everybody. So I, I say all this to say, they hid the law from you because that's the only way they could control you.
0: Right.
4: Right.
10: And they fear you. See a gang banger in the street? El Chapo's people? If they want to kill you, they'll drive up and just start shooting you in broad daylight. Mm-hmm. They're not afraid. But these people in government, they're different. That's why they had to set up a PSYOP on January 6th. Yep. Brilliant. That's why the FBI, who doesn't have a charter, won't turn in evidence.
4: So That's true. the truth. Well, listen. So we uh, got to get our I, I want to get thoughts from Robert on this, but Dave, I was just going to th- just mention to you. I sent you another text message. Just reply to me, and when we're done with this show, I, I I would love to give you a call and get a date for you to come back and do a full two hour uh, interview with us.
10: Yes, sir. Please make sure if you can send it on the uh, Signal or Telegram.
4: Okay, I'll, I'll I'll send it on Signal. But Robert, go ahead. Perfect.
5: Yeah, thank you, Dave. I'll see you tomorrow, brother. Um, so much truth in what Dave says. Uh, He also left out one of the things that he's also done, too, is get people out of jail that uh, are protected or, I guess, literally enslaved in these cells with people with guns holding them there. He's been able to get people out of prison because they, too, knew that they were breaking the law. And he made it very clear to them that they were and they would be uh, personally responsible. So he's also done that atop the, the multitude of other things that he's done successfully. Uh, Dave's a true patriot. Love him. Um, And I appreciate all that he does and is doing. Uh, Again, it goes right back to it's up to God and us. What he's talking about is we the people assembling, we the people gravitating towards our Constitution and using the powers that were bestowed by us. For us right now, and as soon as yeah. as soon as we can get people together under at least the same direction moving forward to take back our country constitutionally and peacefully, this will all end. And he's going about it using lawfare, the Constitution, the maxims of law. Petitions and affidavits to show the the power that we have from that incredible piece of paper that um, is our founding documents and if we're able to do that, we're able to change all of this stuff and again, I go back to what I've always said it's up to God and us, and this will only go on for so long as we allow
10: right amen.
4: excellent. Well, Dave, thank you very much for all of your work. you know, I think that Uh, people hearing stories of success is vitally important so that they don't kind of devolve into that uh, that negative mindset, thinking that they don't have any power and they can't do anything. Uh, But you're absolutely right. You know the 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 law and the language within the law has been used to obscure the true power that we hold uh, in our own hands. And uh, that's it's awesome what you're doing.
10: Well, I just want to say much love to you guys. And it's awesome what you guys are doing. You, you are the real news. Beatles telling the real truth. He's holding the firm foundation that strong conservative men have held for hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. And so they they had to deceive us out of that wisdom. But praise God, because he gives us beautiful men like you who will take action, bring the people together You guys are doing major things. We're going to see the nation come back to the people real soon. It already flipped. People just don't know. The attorneys know. The state actors know. And they're, they're freaking out. So I want to thank you guys for what you guys are doing. You're powerful. I love you guys.
4: Keep continuing to kick butt. Thank you for letting me speak. Thank you, sir. We'll talk to you soon. Really appreciate it. God bless you. See you tomorrow. God bless, brother. We'll see you soon. All right. Awesome. Um, do, do you know, I, I'm sorry, uh, somebody in the chat just asked if Dave has a website. Do you know if Dave has a website? I know he's Dave Cares For You on Twitter.
5: Yeah, Dave Cares For You on Twitter. He has a Rumble channel. Um, I know he has a, uh, a telegram group. And um, But yeah, I think most of that he talks about on his Rumble channel. I can't remember exactly okay. if he has a website or not, though.
4: All right, well, either way, guys, I'm going to try to get Dave on here in the next two weeks, so uh, so we'll go through it. Um, let's try Galaxy S10 again, see if we can get their mic and uh, and phone working. Galaxy S10, I don't know if you can hear me, but you have no mic connected. Uh, if you're out there watching on the stream, you've got to hit the options on uh, Zoom and then select the microphone that you're going to use. Otherwise, it will uh, it will never work. Um, and there's no way for me to uh, decide which microphone is going to be for you. So, tell you what we'll do: we'll go ahead and bring in Father Larry, and uh, we'll see if uh, the Galaxy S10 can get that microphone working while we're um, speaking with uh, with Larry. Again, Father be- Larry, welcome back to the program. Uh, and uh, look at that—you've got a whole new setup, people. Uh, all eyes on you, huh? <laughs>
11: <laughs> that's great I, just I had to throw a little humor
4: in there that's great i love it i love it welcome back to the program sir good to see you again
11: thank you um you guys were mentioning veterans before and uh i've been doing my research and um you know my latest figures on the veteran suicide rate is one every hour of every day 24 365 and that equals seven thousand. i mean eight thousand. 736 needless deaths every year. And according to some real numbers, um, those rates continue to rise. Um, as of the last couple of days, I've been looking into what the VA is saying about it. And unfortunately, they're lying to the people. Um, they're telling people that um, the veteran suicide rate is in its second year of decline, <clears throat> and there are also other sources that are, that are telling us that um, the veteran, uh, the numbers that the Veterans Administration is putting out may um, actually be as much as two point four times as high.
5: Wow! Yeah, and the shots are safe and effective. The, these these agencies. They do us no service. It's all disservice, lies, propaganda, and it's more than just needless deaths. These are the people that protect our country. These are the people that protect our, our constitution, our way of life. These are the people that should be protected. These are the people that should be you know loved and and honored and taken care of when they need it, not just thrown out. When you look at what they do with our open borders, when you look at what they what they do with homeless people that they won't even do for the vets and for illegal aliens, and then when you look at All these needless wars that never should have happened in a million years. And then these vets, they go home after they've spent decades, you know, fighting for something that they thought was real and legitimate just to find out that it was meaningless that none of this stuff had to happen that they were lied to about all these different things. And it's, I have so many, you know, so many family members that are veterans. I have tons of friends that are veterans and they're disgusted. They're trying to figure out what the hell they spent all their years, you know, fighting for a country that it was all under a pretense of lies. It was all BS that they were fed. And then they realized that it was for nothing when they literally just leave all of their, their kin, their, their family, their friends, the, the people that they've they've made over the, over the decades on the other side of the on the other side of the world, and then all of our all of our equipment and just everything that they fought for, they just give it right into the hands of the so called enemies. And they don't, you know, they're they're questioning everything about themselves, and it just tells you the the evil and the corruption that we're up against, and how the people that we should be looking after the most. Uh, you know they're they're the ones that are disregarded the most, and it's disgusting, and um, that's why it's so it's so important that we all come together and we end all this crap as soon as possible because it's more than just needless death. These are the people that you know that are just so important to just to our way of life in our country that we should be taken care of above most else.
4: You know, Father Larry, something occurred to me recently, and and we've kind of touched on this idea on the show previously, but. After January sixth, um, one thing was pretty obvious they they seemed to go after the veterans that were there um, on January sixth. First of all, um, and I, I said at the time that it's probably because those guys would um, have a, a little bit more impetus to do or say something and to be leaders in the patriot movement. And so I was wondering if they are not intentionally casting veterans aside and treating them poorly because they want to keep them uh, in kind of a, a state of limbo, you know, where, where they, they feel uncertain. Uh, perhaps they, they are, uh, they're being overprescribed medications or they're being allowed to go homeless because uh, they've been cast aside by their government. Um, ha- have you thought about that? Um, perhaps the treatment of veterans is due to the fact that they don't want them to organize.
11: Well, that's that's a, a strong part of it. You know, the yeah. veterans that are that are in the January sixth Gulag, um, you know, they're they're they they have regular beatings. You know, and this goes for the veterans as well as the other patriots. Um, there there are times that they refuse water and food. Um, then, when they obviously need to consume some type of water they're forced to drink the water from the toilet bowl. Mm. And that is so disgusting. You know, they're doing things to these veterans and these other patriots that are against every law of every country as well as the Geneva Convention. You know, and and this is our own country. It's disgusting. It has to stop. Um, I've written my own congressman. Um, I went on, uh, Sloan TV and we did a show and he ca- he called it, uh, fight with father Larry. Um, you know, Slo- Sloan has, uh, has a, I, I call it kind of a silver tongue <laughs> <laughs> or a very blunt one. <laughs> uh, well, during the show, he was calling different, uh, different Congress people, um, uh and he was uh getting obviously getting their answering machines. Um but he was telling them <laughs> they, well he was telling them off, let's put it that way. <laughs> a live on live television. I loved it. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um mm. you know, as 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 Zach knows, Robert um I started a nonprofit called St. Michael's Veterans Support Center. And you know, I'm starting it here in Colorado, um, but I've had uh, 10 other states voice interest. Um, so it's it's taking on a little bit different nature. So I'm kind of taking a, a little bit of a step backward and trying to put together uh, a system in place that um, we can uh, come together and, and uh, develop uh, a core group within each state Um to be doing a little bit of uh, just legwork, nothing that really costs. It's just some legwork, um, so that when we get ready to go into that state, we're not starting from ground zero. Send me the and, information. Um, Let me
5: see if I can help. Pardon? Send me the information. Let me see if I can help you. I absolutely will. <laughs> right I'm. I
11: need. I need uh, advocates. I need uh, uh, influencers. I need. Um, um champions um you know all part of the, you know that type of networking and in uh getting it out there so i definitely will be um inquiring and, and getting your information from zach so that uh so that i can contact you
5: do so it, yeah. father yeah all
4: right Awesome. Well, listen, Father Lair, we're at the end of the show, and I've got to read the thank yous from uh, from Foxhole, but I'll put you guys in touch after the show, for sure. And thank you very much, as always, for your efforts. Appreciate you.
11: Thank you. And, Robert, great
5: to meet you. Likewise, and God bless you.
4: God thank bless, sir. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Uh, Galaxy S10, it looks like you have been unable to get your microphone working, so I'm going to put you back into the waiting room and uh, maybe watch a, a YouTube video about uh, the you, the Zoom settings on your specific phone uh, so that you can get your, um, your microphone working for the next one. So sorry about that. Sorry we didn't get to you. Uh, over on the foxhole. Uh, oh, look at that. Beautiful girl. Uh I need to say thank you to Matt 1776 Thank you so much for getting the stream working on the fly. Uh he said good to see you guys tonight. Uh Sean Joe, thank you for that cookie. DPatriot 1776 says happy Friday. Much love to Zach and Robert. Uh Sean Joe, thank you for the cookie. Nikaz808 said just started watching. I need to go back and rewind. Thank you in advance. Vader 369, thanks for the shades. Porpoiseful, thank you for the cookie. Bacon Slut thank you. says thank you for the show. Uh, Liberty Bells says much love, Zach. God bless all you do. Uh, Country Girl 007 dropped one, two, three, four cookies. Thank you very much. Low Country Brooklyn said Beatles and Zach together on stream. Feels like a hug. Absolutely. If Robert was here, I'd give him a big bear hug. And then Country Girl 007, thank you for another cookie. I really appreciate it. Uh, All right. So, Robert, any final thoughts for the audience? And then when we complete this, I guess I'm going to go to the house vote. We're going to see if Kevin McCarthy is elected or not.
5: Well oh boy. Um <laughs> yeah, more more theater, right? Just just <laughs> who we just who we need as our speaker, right? Yeah. And it's crazy when you look into the power of the speaker, not to mention being, you know, third from the throne, right? But
6: yeah.
5: I digress. Um it, again, it just goes back to, to we the people getting involved. And, and a great start would be precinctstrategy.com. That there we put together uh, the Mats, myself, Um, basically with uh, Dan Schultz, for Dan Schultz, Mm -hmm. uh, a group there within PILD to where people that want to get involved in their central committee, involved in politics um, at at their local level. You can find that there at precinctstrategy.com. Click the little button there that says connect with other patriots and you'll be able, it'll take you over there to the group. They'll let you in and then you can be able to, um, you know, get with other other like-minded people in your area. Uh, Operationssunlight.com. That's where we expose all the craziness that's going on in Nevada. That's where we have the $50,000 bounty to prove us wrong. You can see exactly the byproduct of the cascading neural network that's flipping these votes within the election system literally it can it doesn't have to be done in the machines it can be done in the cloud it's just that's what it does it but i tell you the people that are working in these elections they know that it's happening because they're having to backfill ballots so these register of voters and people like that i guarantee you some of them know what's going on because for this to work Guess what? (laughs) They have to be a part of it. So you can find out all kinds of stuff um, on operationsunlight.com. It's like a little blog that um, I'm releasing stuff pretty much every day, every other day, exposing people and things that they're doing and things that we find. So, um, operationsunlight.com, it's up to God and us. Stop putting your faith in one person unless it's God. But then remember, too, that as the Bible teaches us, we have to not only trust in God, but we have to put in the work ourselves. And so, it's incumbent upon each of us To actually put in the time and i know that it seems a little like you know we're getting our butts kicked here and there because again we have all these so-called representatives that aren't representing us but i tell you what if we're able to solve and to fix these election issues we'll be able to save everything we can save everything if we save our elections it's really that simple but it relies on every single one of you listening right now and letting all of your family and friends know too that it's up to them just little things little things make a huge difference and so uh, you'll see some things that we're going to be doing with Dave Jose and hopefully they they rally behind things like that but the main thing is is just to start to organize in their own backyards get with other like-minded people use uh things like uh, pild over there at the precinctstrategy.com, start getting together and like dave said we can put these Zoom meetings together and start uh, organizing a lot better. We have to be careful of infiltrators. <laughs> <Right>. Never, ever, <laughs> never, ever, ever buy into anybody that even suggests violence or any of that kind of crazy stuff. No. There should be a red flag, right? Yeah. Or a false that's, flag that's, indicator right there. So be very, very, very careful. <laughs>
4: that's a Fed post right there. Absolutely. Exactly. Watch oh. out for that crap. Yeah. All right. Well, Robert, it's always a pleasure to have you here, buddy. I really appreciate it. Uh for the people in the audience, I am gonna to go to the uh the house vote live right now. We'll see what happens and who knows? Maybe this circus will continue or maybe it will conclude tonight. But either way, Robert, thank you again for being here. God bless you. And uh, I will talk to you very soon. I sent you a message. Just let me know on the on that uh, message.
5: Yeah. God bless you. It's always great to hang with you. And I didn't see any of the comments. I'm just on the Zoom call. But uh, love you okay. all. God bless you all. And uh, we'll catch you. Catch you on the next one. All right, brother. We'll talk to you soon.
2: Order now. back.